Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And a lot of uh, a lot of new stuff going on. Yeah. So. <laughs> you. I like how we just like introed with that. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, we had like a lot of new stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I guess first thing I guess announcements to talk about. Uh, I have a new yob. Yeah. Yeah. I yob. think you me- mentioned that in the last episode. No. Yeah, because that's why we were late, remember? He doesn't even remember. I'm tired. Did I? Yeah, because oh. that's why we were late. It was because the scheduling was off. Uh, that's right. But you, at that time, you were starting the job. You weren't like... Yeah, well, I got more proficient with killing bugs now, so... <laughs> yeah, and he's one that, of them pest guys. Yeah, that's, that's something I didn't know. I guess it's fun, fun, fun information for you guys. If you get two shits about... Pest control. Um, that exterminator mm-hmm. and pest control are two different businesses. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm not actually exterminating on my a, a little bit, but my main focus is not killing shit. It's making sure it doesn't go into your home. Mm. An exterminator's full positioning is to go kill whatever's in your home, not prevent it from giving back. Interesting. Yeah. So exterminators, they just go in there to kill shit. And then me, I just make sure they can't get in. Oh. And a little bit of killing, but not oh. so much. But, yeah, I didn't know that and I was learning that stuff. Yeah, you learned a lot this last week. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It doesn't even feel like a week, which is weird. I know, it feels longer, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels like it's been like a full two weeks, but it's not. No. Weird. Anyway. Um, another interesting thing. I don't know if you guys know this or not. I know we posted it on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was, uh, as a guest on Hillbilly Horror Stories. Yeah. Which, if you already listened to us... um. I would say you probably have heard of them. Oh, yeah, most likely. for sure. Because yeah. they're like one of the top like paranormal podcasts out there. Like You, you probably know them before you know us. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. We're second fiddle. Yeah. Or fourth, probably. Um, but yeah, if you want to go listen to that interview, uh, they, they have it up um, on their uh, available episodes. So Yeah, yeah. it's actually under – well, check out our Instagram. I can't remember the name of the actual title of the episode, but it doesn't have like Isaac – it has in the description like Isaac Cambridge was University or Haunted yeah, University Yeah, or it's like, like a, an hour and 34 minutes long. Um, but we have like the actual title of the episode on our Instagram, so. Yeah, so you go to that interview I did with him. Um Kind of repeating a lot of stuff I've you've heard here, but it's it's nice to hear someone else's reaction from other yeah. Especially if you're a long time listener and you're hearing someone else's reaction to first time hearing about me and you, it's interesting. I, I always wonder if it's as much as fun for you guys as it is for us. Yeah. When you hear someone new hearing our story, and also another thing too, I wonder like, do some of our long time listeners, right, mm-hmm. our dedicated listeners, say when they tell people. About our podcast and then tell them about like what we can do to do your people you're telling it to get like freaked out. Like what? No, what the hell? You know? Yeah. (laughs) I always have something to think about. We were thinking later on when we uh, do like a Patreon 
thing of actually doing guest episodes with some of you guys. Like yeah. It's a fan thing yeah. where you guys can tell us your experiences and stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of like a listener submission, but an actual interview. And you can ask us questions you always want to ask us. Yeah, but when we get to the Patreon kind of like level, we're not quite there yet, but no. we're getting there. No. We actually chopped the top 200 globally and internet or globally and internationally is the same kind of. Do you? <laughs> and in the US, so that was kind of cool. The first time we kind of like charted, which that's, I think, one thing too. Like, we do this because we like to do it. I mean, we love telling you guys and talking about the paranormal, and it gives us a chance to like sit down. And, like, talk about, you know, the paranormal with each other as well. And we do it because, you know, there might be people out there that have similar stories that might be, like, a little bit, like, hesitant to talk about it or want to know more about it. Because, like, we, we've gotten some people that have reached out to us that have questions about abilities and have questions more about, like, specific stories we tell and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. But that's why we do it. I mean, if we get, like well known from doing this that's cool if our podcast you know gets bigger that's great you know yeah so which actually coincides with today's episode um paranormal wise paranormal wise what's so, who's how's and when's yeah so we're going to answer some of the questions that kind of gets asked with the paranormal kind of are and that's what i want to preference before we start is that this, a lot of this is our opinion and our experiences and stuff like that. Um, if and some we, is no knowledge. Yeah. Some, um, trying to say absolute fact and the paranormal is, is kind of a stretch. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that is, has happened so many times in existence that you can say, but without probably a shadow of a doubt that is mostly likely what's going to happen in any, this kind yeah. of situation. Yeah. But these are questions that we get asked. Also. A lot. Yeah. Especially when I tell people about, like, I'm a paranormal investigator on the side, you know. Um, you know, I do a paranormal podcast. And, oh, what is this? And oh, what is that? Do ghosts do that? Ghosts do that? Yeah. So we do our best to answer some of these uh, most popular questions. And also, Megan found some um, that we've kind of answered before. And that's what I was telling her, like, the beginning when we were talking about this, discussing this episode, is that. This is kind of like some of the stuff we answered before. But it's like but, in a condensed episode. Yeah, because this goes a stretch from when we started till now. So yeah. we thought, and it's also probably, we'll probably skip around thinking of questions while we're doing this. Yeah. So it's going to be more free-flowing than anything we've done before. Well, not anything we've done before, but in a while. Yeah. Fun fact, I want to say to Spider just now. <laughs> there was a spider. We had to pause it. I know technically I could have went on and not you guys would have never known because I could edit it, but literally there was a spider and I almost like obviously because like you breathe into the mic I could have I could have ate it. It's it's weird. Ugh, I'm not a, a spider fan as you can tell. Well, give me a couple of days I'll start spraying this entire house. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so starting. Um, I want to go with this one because I think it's really interesting. Mm. And I actually play with this thought a lot of the times. And I feel like from our experience, we could talk about this. Um, so this was actually on, I actually found this question asked on Pinterest, but there was no direct link to who asked this. It was like someone that posts like paranormal questions, but I can't, I don't know who it was from, 
But I thought it was a good question. And it is, do you believe ghosts are able to manifest themselves usually or selectively so that, like, they only do it, like, say a ghost will manifest itself so only Isaac sees it. Or that, well, you don't, even with psychics, that, like, certain psychics see it. Yes. I think that's true, too. No, and and there's actually a good point to that. Um, It has to go with... um, what do you say? Uh, spirits per- showing themselves under actually certain lights at, to begin with, too. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, um, like when you catch a ghost on a camera, mm-hmm. and but you don't see it in real life, mm-hmm. right? Or vice versa, you you catch nothing on camera, but the person actually there saw it. Yeah, you know stuff like that. Like it appeared to the person right there, but it didn't get picked up on camera. Yeah. Um, that's happened a few times in like paranormal shows I've watched and different people who do paranormal investigations and stuff like well, that. That's also like too. And I think like they selectively go to sci- different psychics. Like, um, we'll be in a location and I can feel other things around, but there will be a specific almost like spirit that will like manifest itself to one of us more. Um, there has been certain situations where like, for instance, you take me and Megan where I've seen something and it feels like, um, a spirit is like specifically communicating with me. She could see it too, but for whatever reason, it, it it's trying to get a message over to me to help them or whatever. And it's happened vice versa too with Megan. Like the one time at the Maysville Cemetery, um, there's a girl, I think that was buried or that you know, was buried there. Um, she has like down syndrome, I think, or something. And she kept specifically going, like manifesting herself to Megan versus me. And there was other locations where I would see an entity more so than her. I mean, she could still sense that that entity was there, but for whatever reason, it wanted to get the message to her. So I think that was psychic people too. That is also selective. Yes. Um, most things actually don't show themselves to me, but there's a few times that something has appeared to me, not say specifically, but I was just the only one able to see it. Mm-hmm. Like that shadow figure I saw in the, um, the web library. Yeah. On the upstairs that looked like, like, like it looked like, it, yeah, like creepy, like it had its arms up and it tilted its head at me, which anything that tilts its head at you automatically becomes creepy. Yeah. But, Ooh. A thought came to mind. <laughs> I don't know if I ever said this before on an episode, but I, I was thinking back on that, and I was like, the thought that was in my mind at the time was like the balls on this thing, yeah, right, to do that in front of me to come like within he's grabbing distance after yeah. what I've already did to that place with my ability, yeah, right. I was like, man, this thing's <laughs> it either thinks that I can't get it or it's got you know big balls that think they can do that without being taken off the plane, but. Yeah, my first thought was like, the balls of this thing to oh do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on a t-shirt. The gall of this thing, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, that, that situation happened before, and I would say, yeah, uh, that's probably a good, probably a good thing. But it also goes with the idea of like residual and, uh, we call it intelligent spirits. Like mm-hmm. a residual ghost will repeat the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And then it will appear to everyone in that same pattern over and over again. Versus an intelligent spirit that, wants to appear itself to a certain person because it wants to be seen by that person like psychics and such so yeah it's kind of funny i don't know why it's i'm wanting to go this way it's not really a question but i want to try 
using music at locations to see if there's, I don't know, like for me as a psychic, like I can channel, you've seen it happen. I can channel things very effectively with music involved. And I've just always like liked music. And there's a couple experiments I wanted to try at locations using music. Um, because I feel like that, that people familiar, even like back in the 1800s and stuff like that, there was some sort of music. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I always want to use like heavy bass sounding stuff, mm-hmm. right? Not you now, sorry, hip hop, but like, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, music, what is that? Meditation style music? Binary beats. Yeah. Binary yeah. beats, right? Stuff like that, that kind of like creates that vibration. And have like the thicken of speakers that kind of vibrates to the ground, mm-hmm. right? Attracting spirits or making them run away. I don't know how it would work, but I yeah. feel like that kind of sounds would do something in a haunted place. Yeah. Interesting. It would be interesting too to see like how music affects, cause you know, like a music can affect a person. Like, you know, like certain music makes you cry and certain ma- music makes you happy. And then some obviously brings back memories. Um, and triggers that stuff. So I'm wondering, like, if you were to use music at haunted locations. You have to get if, a period of era right for, say, like, majority of spirits there from, like, the 1950s or something. Yeah. You have to pick the music for the times. Or, like, if you were to go to, yeah, yeah, that would be kind of cool. I don't know. When we start, because we're going to start um, amping up investigations here soon-ish. Mm. Not soon, soon, but soon. Um with Shadow Walker Paranormal and stuff like that. And there's a lot of things I know that me, Isaac, or Isaac, myself, Megan, and Mike want to try. And for me, one of them is definitely, like, using music. Before we actually kind of, like, took that break in investigating, um, that was my next thing. Like, I wanted to bring a speaker on my phone and kind of, like, like a separate speaker other than my phone to kind of see if it attracts, detracts, if it, you know, like it attracts entities because of, um, and two, if they have any comments like on, um, stuff. <laughs> It'd be funny if you're like, you're trying to play like something from like 1930s. They're like bad music. Oh, <laughs> uh, like that. But also you play like you know, a Slipknot song or something out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> The gates of hell has unleashed. You hear this? I don't know. That'd be funny. Yeah. But is that racket? Why do you play that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, So I guess that leads to our next question, since we're like slightly talking about investigations. And it's a question that we've actually gotten asked before um, during one of the little Q&As we do on our live. And... I think it's a good question for people like starting out and everything is what questions do you or should you ask during an EVP session? All right. Yeah. And most people ask like, why did you die? No, why did you die? Whatever reason, like, how did you die? Or, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I think little b- bits and pieces to figure out, like to put who is there, like connect the history to like, what's your name? What year did you die? Which, if I was dead, to be annoying questions like that. I know the one that you ask the most, uh-huh. or we ask the most, is uh, why are you still here? Yeah. Yeah. Because most people, well, most spirits anyway, 
will give the answer like, I need to get this across or I don't mm-hmm. know how to cross. I'm stuck here. Something's keeping me here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've gotten that a lot of little different answers we get. We got from a lot of different things or they ask a question pertaining to something specific. Because um, spirits are asked questions, especially when they know you're trying to communicate with them. Yeah. But um, questions I always ask is like, why are you still here? Is something keeping you here? Yeah. Um, cause most of the time spirits try to move on. And then my spirit might say, I'm, I have to get this message across to somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to locations, mm-hmm. specific locations that spirits are not entrapped, but like they say they're stuck with, right? Mm-hmm. They keep coming back to that location. Like we seen from different places. They're not there usually by choice is mm-hmm. what we found out from our investigation. Yeah. Sometimes they're stuck there. Yeah. And they can't leave. For different reasons. Yeah. yeah. But like a spirit that goes and moves around and goes different places, that one is obviously trying to get something done, get a message across. Yeah. Unfinished business, as they say, right? Yeah, atonement even. So I think that's, I think that was a breakthrough essentially in our discoveries with the paranormal is that when it seems that spirits are stuck in one location, they're stuck in all real sense. Like they can't leave, they can't move on, something's keeping them there. And there's some, honestly, that want to stay there for a specific reason. Like if you take the library, um, some of the entities that we interacted with was like the doctor that was um, there, the webs who, you know, they were the ones that put up the library. Um, they wanted to stay there. They felt like it was their building to protect, to, you know, help stay there. They, they felt like, they wanted to just stay there. Even the uh, was it the Octagon House with the little girl? I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. But that's the next question. Okay, there's a bunch of questions. Sorry, <laughs> I gotta calm myself down. Okay, but yeah, essentially with Octagon House, I can't remember her name at the moment. Kate. Kate, that's right. Um, she was she was not say stuck there. She wanted to stay there. Yeah, like almost like a guide for anyone coming to the Octagon House. Yes. Yeah, and I kind of wanted to premise that because. Um, so there is like I don't know like mixed feelings about child spirits. Don't bring back the, the ultimate debate amongst paranormal investigators. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm curious. I know, but that question is like I don't know if it ever be answered. No, it probably won't yeah. because I feel like it is so. I feel like sometimes yes, they are are children spirits that get stuck. Like you said, like trapped for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like there's something keeping them there. There's something just, they're just trapped or whatever. But do I think demonic things and darker energies like manipulate you and think you're, yeah, yeah, I think so. And a great example about it, um, too, that I can kind of talk about is I know you guys have heard me talk about, um, like the hat man, right? Like I saw the hat man. And recently I tried to do an interview with one of my good friends and she is a psychic medium and she is bad ass. Like she is really good. And before I started getting like this weird, like chaotic feeling and literally I'm starting to figure out like chaoticness when you start feeling the chaotic energy that you can't really, there's no real placement. Like you can be excited or like, you know, like happy or whatever, but when there's just like, it's just chaotic and you can't really control it. Um, it's, it, makes it's like darker natured stuff so i started feeling like this and i was like i don't understand why you know like we've had occurrences before between each other and i'm I'm fine but i have had where 
um, I've done interviews with other psychics and it's been like, I don't know, weird energy and weird, just weird. And I started telling her because she was like before, she was like, okay, let's ground, let's whatever, let's also talk about like kind of the stories you're going to tell. And so I started talking about the hat man. That was like my first real thing. And for those of you that have listened before, know that with the hat man came this little girl spirit. Anyways, I found out that the hat man, like, it was appearing kind of like the hat man, but it wasn't the hat man. It was, oh, it may have been the hat man, I don't know, but it was a dark entity that was attached to me and has been attached to me for a long time. And it was portraying itself as the girl sometimes to get me at ease when I was a kid, obviously. And uh, so I was able to remove that, and it's a 100%, like... Before, when I had that negative attachment, it felt like I was constantly at battle in my mind a little bit. Um, I would get, like, intrusive thoughts and stuff like that. And it kind of, like, peeks its head out every now and then. But, um, yeah, I was able to fully remove it, which is good. But I just thought that was interesting because sometimes it'll show you... Because, obviously, when you see a little kid, you're not as, like you know, standoffish. So anybody out there that's paranormal investigating there, I believe there is child spirits because I've seen them and communicated with them. But I do think you have to ask yourself and you have to be kind of forefront if it really is a kid. Well, for everyone else in the world who doesn't have my ability, um, you playing a guessing game. But for us and our yeah. team, we never have to guess because I can tell you within a few seconds of me being in the presence of this, whether it's evil or it's good. That is true with yeah. Isaac's ability. Like he can, he can gauge if it's negative or positive. So, um, but before, you know, I didn't know, you know, no. but no, that's how I knew Kate, who was at the Ogden house was actual child spirit because my left hand which is usually uh, finds uh, human spirits and good spirits charged around her Mm -hmm. um, versus, say, my right hand didn't charge around her and stuff like that. Something was off of the psychics with her. I don't know what exactly it was, but psychics shouldn't hang around too much of the psychics for whatever reason. She hung out more around people that had abilities, but not so much the psychics on the team, which is I thought was interesting. Yeah. Maybe she thought that we were going to force her to cross, which we don't do that, but, you know. Mm. Okay, so this is something that we actually kind of use on investigations, so I'm curious. But it's a question that kind of gets tossed around because some paranormal teams use them, some don't, and it's ghost hunting apps. Do they work? Yes and no. Um, there are a lot of apps out there that are cheap and are free. Basically, just randomly generated crap. Yeah. Um, and most of those apps I don't like using because they suck so bad. But there are a few that we have tested that we actually can put our say in saying, yeah, if you want to paranormal investigate and you can't avoid a spirit box or something like that or SB7 or anything that caliber and you need something, um, there's two that always you point people and mm-hmm. actually three now, but, um, Necrophonics, mm-hmm. which that's going to cost you. Um, fifteen bucks to get. No, it was ten. They dropped it. No, it was. I remember paying fifteen. That was ten. Get straight, Isaac. Um, 
I think Necrophon- you just remembered it wrong. Or I'm just tired. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, Necrophonics app works pretty well. Um, uh, it's little chaotic, little chaotic, but it works pretty distinct on with, um, with getting uh, voices through and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we've actually gotten, um, I think Necrophonics and GhostTube were like invented by paranormal investigators, right? Yes. Uh, GhostTube worked like a, um, I keep forgetting the name of that damn piece of technology that <laughs> generates words that spirits put into it. Like they push spirit, spirit energy. Box? No, spirit box, you hear the voice. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's a K something. Darn it. Why did you give me? I know we both brain farted on that. Yeah, you gave me your fart, man. It doesn't matter. Um, basically, words will be printed, like come up verbally yeah. so you can see them. But um, Ghost Tube created Ghost Vox, which essentially works like Necrophonics, mm-hmm. but better. Yeah, yeah. that thing it's is It's more insane. singular, and it's not so jumbled. Like, when you use Put Necrophonics, it-, it sounds like a group of people talking at one yeah. time. But Ghost Vox works like one person at a time. Okay, Ghost Vox, which is Ghost Tube's, like, version of of that of necrophonics it is crazy because i you know like obviously um when i do we should get him paid for this advertisement (laughs) no um seriously though like we tested it out and we were like okay we're gonna run this app through the ringer let's see how good it actually is and i freaked out because like you don't input words so, ghost tube, you can. Mm-hmm. You can put, like, if you have specific people on the team, you can put your, like, your team's name or a certain location or whatever. You can add words, um, into their dictionary, kind of. Um, but this one you can't. And I was freaked out. We did it at the house, you know, just to see what was around or whatever. And there was a woman. It sounded like she had, like, a Spanish accent. And she goes, Isaac. Which is my name in Spanish. Yeah. Hmm. Which, yeah. It, it was, it was really, it, it, it was really like that, that solidified it for me. I was like, dang. You know, like Isaac's not that popular of a name too. So. Well, not anymore. <laughs> and then with Ghost Tube, I had to where it was the words that were coming through on the Ghost Tube were correlating with the spirit box. One of the team members, um, when we were part of the first team, uh, had a spirit box and like my name was coming up on ghost tube and on the spirit box. So that correlation. Um, and obviously when you use any, I mean, if you use like the off, I feel like if it's not ghost tube or necrophonics and it's like an off brand ghost hunting app, it's probably like ghost radar or something like that. I know. And we, we've, we tried finding a lot of stuff out there and we tested ourselves to see if it actually is worth anything. Cause mm-hmm. we haven't bought any equipment ourselves. Yeah. Um, which is going to be starting soon. Yeah. Then again, I always think to myself, do you really need anything? I mean, I, mean, I feel like, okay, so I obviously. Mean, the only thing we would need is uh-huh. to everyone else that, that doesn't have abilities. Yeah. Would for be, them to be part of yeah. the. Experience. Yeah. Situation, but yeah. Um, and I like to, like me, I'm the type, like I videotape and take photos at every place we go because sometimes. I don't get all the messages like when I'm there. Sometimes I'll get, it's like my brain takes in everything, but then my subconscious when I get home, like unpacks it, if that makes any sense. And so there have been some times where I have to look back and I look back and like, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty decent at like catching things in photos. So yeah, 
Yeah. And I think my favorite thing is like the spirit box though. Cause some of the, the, the correlations is insane. Like uh, any paranormal app that has ads on the bottom of it is crap. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you have to pay for them, but like, like I said, ghost tube, I think ghost tube, you pay two ninety nine. And I mean, like I said, ghost tube necrophonics is pretty good. So, um, so yeah. Okay. So, um, this next one is, and it kind of correlates with each other. So that's why I'm going to say both at the same time is why are bathrooms seem like, why do bathrooms have an increased amount of activity sometimes at locations? And then also why are mirrors, mirrors, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what that was. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that... Okay. You start speaking in tongues, huh? No. Let's <laughs> not. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. I can't even... <laughs> okay. That was your brain not working with yeah, your mouth. It was, yeah. It was like... <laughs> Too much information at once. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why are mirrors portals? Like, why are they portals? Bathrooms... Mm-hmm. <sighs> are haunted for the same reason why they always seem to be the place to go when um, a hurricane tornado or something goes through, right? Pipes. Mm -hmm. Pipes and water. Water is a natural conduit for supernatural. Mm -hmm. That's why most places that are extremely haunted are near lakes or bodies of water, rivers and stuff like that, that have that conduit of energy consistently flowing. So almost think like a consistent excess of white noise, Mm -hmm. but natural. Yeah. Um. And that's why bathrooms are essentially haunted. I'm not saying a lot of people die in them. Mm-hmm. I mean, after we, we've been to the bathroom, a lot of people could die just walking in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> More so you than me. Yeah, I've, I made people go, God damn, when walking in there a couple of times before. Gosh. Um, or, or that, like a redneck Mexican I heard about, chingo mater, butter. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I was surprised at the accent, and it was a Spanish at the same time. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, but the main reason is, is the, the there's also a lot of porcelain and stone. Yeah. So it's a really hard surface, a lot of things like that. And also, um, I think it has to do with the metals, the copper, most conduit metals, a lot of things con. con- Conducting energy and electricity. I was trying to think of a better word than yeah, conducting. Yeah, it's like you had a little bit of a... Get out! All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's the main reason. And then also, all the mirrors. Yeah. Brings into the second point. Yeah. Why mirrors are portals. Uh-huh. I, you know what, fun, fun fact to me, I can't, I don't know who invented mirrors. Yeah. But the glass that a mirror is made of now is, 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 is was, Second to what actual mirrors were in the past. Mirrors were reflective metal objects. They were polished to a fine point to create a reflection. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how mirrors were created in the first place. Original ones anyway. Did you know that old mirrors actually had silver in them? Really? Hence why people said vampires can't see the reflection because there's silver in it and they can't mm. see it. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't yeah. know that. But um, mirrors are essentially a portal's or use as portals because they reflect the world through them. Mm-hmm. Right? Here's something fucking creepy to do yeah. on your own. Oh my gosh. Put your hand outside the reflection of the mirror 
and try to look in the reflection in the mirror and you'll see your hand. How are you seeing your hand if it's not in the reflection? Yeah. Weird. And it's extremely creepy when you do it. It's like, how am I seeing my hand inside the mirror reflection when it's not being reflected back to me? Weird. As it, well, as a scientific logical reason, it's not about light reflecting and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But it's just creepy to see because like, you're thinking to yourself, how am I seeing my hand in the mirror, but it's not being reflected back? Like, I don't have my hand in the mirror, but if I look inside the mirror, I can see it. Like, the other person on the other side of the mirror is doing the same thing. Yeah. So there's different, different theories like that that go around. Um, that your reflection is another version of you staring back at you at the same time. Yeah. Right. Well, that's like too. Like I know me. Like I don't like mirrors. Like if I, I I used to have a mirror on the back of a closet that would face me when I would sleep, and I couldn't do it. I used to have to put a like a covering over it. But an essential mirrors are portals because they have access to the world and how they hold the energy and stuff like that. I guess is what it's made out of. But most of the time, that's what's happened in the past. A haunted mirror seems to be one of those top haunted objects. Of all time. You talk about like most haunted mirrors in existence and stuff like that. There's a lot. Just because it happens so much. Yeah. But um, as best case answer, as best I can give. Because from what we've experienced, the mirror test uh, you want to do with uh, anything is to tap, push your finger against the glass. And if your reflection is off center by a little bit, the mirror is damaged. Something, yeah, something, something, something's, something's in off. It. Yeah. Something's off by the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... So if you <laughs> uh, people listening to go fucking test their mirrors yeah. right now. Go test the mirrors. Go. Yeah. So if your fingers it. pressed against the glass, that so you put it right against, it and it's off center, like your your finger is not directly lining up with your reflection. It's off by a little bit. Then something's off with that mirror. Weird. I'd like to go into an antique shop and test that out. I bet you'll find a couple. Yeah. Well, funny enough, I pulled from a mirror once. Really? And I heard it crack when I pulled energy. Really? And it was strange is that I didn't think there was anything in it until I put my hand against the glass and I felt it. Jeez. Yeah. No, there's, um, antique stores freak me out now. I'm glad, like, I don't go into that. Because there's so much potential haunted objects and a lot of people's belongings are there. Some probably did not give it up, but since they died, there's no one to claim it. It goes there. Yeah. Yeah. There is, I you know what that would be cool to do a freaking like live at an antique store, like just see what we could. No, because I went into this one. There's one. Okay, there's two in town specific. There's one I don't know why I will not go into, and I don't know why. Like literally, anytime we plan to go into it, there's something that changes where I don't want to go. And then there was one I did go into, and there was a. No, no, no. Oh, I know why. I know why. The first one. I was looking at pictures of the the place, and I saw this doll and this clown. And I was like, dude, there is something. And the clown was like $200, and the, and the porcelain doll was like... But the porcelain doll was like dressed in a clown outfit. And hell no. I was like, who... Like, I felt like buying it just to give it to somebody that knows what to do with haunted objects. Because, hey, yeah, I do. Because, <laughs> because literally, I was like, someone is going to get this and something bad is going to either happen to them or like these two dolls gave me like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I, oh my gosh. I'm going to see if I can, maybe I can find the picture and share it with you guys. It'd probably be like, oh my gosh, he's right. Expose people that are evil. Ugh, I don't know. Oh, that thing was not right. Anyways, but so I, I don't know why I won't go in there after that, after seeing that photo. But I went to the other one and there was a doll in that one too that was just did not sit right. But en- energy in an antique store is weird though. Um, okay, so moving on. Um, why are spirits so active at night or why do they tend to be active at night? That is not 100% true. Or yeah. uh, saying that they're only active at night is is a wrong statement to say. Yeah. Why is most active at night is proper the proper way? Because um, the spirits that act, are active during the day, though mm-hmm. it's more rare. Um, the theory behind it is, and it's been talked about a lot amongst paranormal investigators, is that the ether, the paranormal realm where ghosts dwell and stuff like that, is dark. Right? It's darkness. So at night, when everything and I mean everything from our world and their world looks the same, they can easily go back and forth because they don't know what's different. Yeah. That's the theory, is that because our world and their world looks the same at the same time, they can come to our plane, hence why a majority of activity happens at night. I'm thinking maybe two theories. Mm. Closer to the witching hour. Well, I mean, it more do it's closer and closer. Demonic activity, but... Well, yeah, if it was like darker stuff. Yeah. And then also... The places aren't because, like some some spirits, just want to. They don't want people to see them. That's what some pe- some paranormal people don't understand. I think sometimes that sometimes paranormal just doesn't want you to see it. Doesn't really care that you want to. Like just doesn't want you to see it. Yeah. And because um, I think I've been to a location once where the 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 person that was there was like, okay, just leave me. Like I'm fine. Just, I don't want to be on video. I don't want to leave me alone. I think there's actually truth to that because you think about abandoned places where there's uh-huh. not like human traffic, uh-huh. and a random person goes in there, right? Uh-huh. They hear stuff happen because yeah. there's not a lot of uh, that spirit thinks there's no one there, so it's free to roam and move. Versus uh-huh. a place that sees a lot of traffic and then a place goes dead from all human activity, yeah. and then it's allowed to do what it wants. Hence, nighttime when not a lot of people are at a certain place. Yeah, so. I mean, I think, too, obviously, that's why paranormal investigators, too, like, they go at night because there's not a lot of people and you can have an actual investigation. You don't have to worry about it being, like, in a public area because, you Or know, someone looking at me weird when I have my hand out for no reason. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, messing with you, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so this one is talking about animals. And this is, like, can animals see ghosts and why? And my uh, initial response to it was, oh... Probably because they have heightened senses, but my sister actually said, well, yeah, but they lack consciousness that we know of. We know so of. we don't really know, but, um. But yeah, a dog's senses of smell, sight, and hearing mm-hmm. far more than ours. Yeah. Same for cats. But the old legend around it is that cats have a strong connection to the underworld because they're the guardians of the underworld. Yeah. Uh, in Egyptian religion and stuff like that. That's yeah. why, um, they see spirits more easily than, say, uh, dogs can. But dogs mm-hmm. can sense what's there. And they are afraid of what they hear because they, they know what's there relatively represents a human like us. 
but they can't smell it, or they can, and it doesn't smell like a human smells. And so if you see a dog stare at like a spot, like at a random place where there's no one there, and they hit like they get like they get like freaked out, like they're staring hard at a spot trying to figure out what they're staring at, and they start growling because they don't understand. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, animals can sense spirits and stuff like that because they can see, hear, and smell. We can't lose you with our. You know, I didn't say dull senses, but compared to an animal, yeah, especially especially predatory animals that they require those senses. Yeah, you know, like cats, dogs, you know, different kind of uh, breeds of cats and well, the canines. You would say, yeah, they can particularly see them. Um, even birds sometimes get affected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. But so, <laughs> uh, to any pet owners out there, especially yeah. you have cats and dogs. Uh, when your animal is staring at a spot in the the house and there's nothing there and it starts getting freaked out at that spot, you might get a spirit in your home. Yeah. 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 Weird. Yeah, because you notice, like, for instance, like, for instance. For instance. Like, for instance, the devil's tramp. Sorry, I went off on a weird thing in my brain. Mm. Um, <laughs> Now I'm back. Um, Like, the devil's tramping ground, dogs won't go near the circle. Like, they'll yelp. And there's been even stuff in, like, demonic cases where the dog has, like, you know, like, yelped. So, they have to, I mean, they have to sense. When there's a correlation between dogs, animals using their senses, mm-hmm. like, natural born senses mm-hmm. to find things versus us using our ability, all humans, to feel the energy, right? Weird, Yeah. That's a conversation for another day. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to some questions that we get asked on the regular. So this is just like a little Q&A. Okay. So this is questions that people ask us. And I know I get asked a lot. Is first question. How do we choose paranormal subjects for our episodes? And beginning, it was just going through <laughs> yeah, the most through common everything. ones. Now we're just like digging out the bottom of the hat. Uh, yeah. What's this? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Because we want to give you guys some like different things, not the same repetitive parts. You know, we want to bring you guys. Some- well, we, we talked about the whole of a subject. Now we're splitting that whole apart in smaller pieces to get like, like you say, urban legends, but there's so many different kinds of urban legends. And so you gotta pick this one, that one, that one. Yeah. And exactly. like ghosts. Well, what kind of ghosts? You gotta pick those apart and stuff and like the, that. And then, too, I think sometimes we'll hear like stories or random weird conspiracy, not conspiracy theories, but like theories on certain stuff on TikTok or something that other people bring up or whatever. And then we're like, hey, what about this? What about that? And so we kind of discuss, um, some interesting stuff. And then obviously listener submission stories, like anybody that submits stuff to us or we read it or anything like that. Most of the time it's things that we hear that will really be interesting to talk about. And then yeah. remember, sometimes we just talk about like, me and you were talking like, we'll be a good idea for episode. And we're just sitting there going, well, we haven't talked about this or we haven't yeah. done a little more in depth than that. True. Yeah. Um, so what, another question we get is what is some uh, like one of the scariest the scariest incidences you've had with the paranormal so far? Hmm. I mean, <laughs> for anyone out there who has not seen a ghost or seen something move across a room that shouldn't, something fly across, something move, something hover, something slide, mm-hmm. any of those things, you get that instant shock. 
yeah. of a yeah. chill running down your spine. Literal sense, a chill. Like yeah. your entire back goes up, your goosebumps shoot up, and you have that thought in your head is, oh, what am I seeing is real. We've had a few of those already. Yeah. But ever since we do what we did and we have our abilities that we have, it's, it's less like – I want to say I'm I'm still shocked sometimes when I see something like that. Yeah. But right, it doesn't last so long. Like I automatically have that click re- reflex. Like, oh, I can handle this. Yeah. Don't freak out. Yeah. yeah. And that's important when you're developing your abilities as well. Is getting to that point. And you and anybody listening that is working on you know like honing their abilities and learning more about their abilities and embracing. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> thought. <laughs> um, when I hear something now, like say in the house, I hear like a thump or like, mm. um, like, uh, like a footstep in the hallway mm. or like just a random voice. My hand automatically twitches for a flex, like a guy reaching for his gun, right? Yeah. Like, <sighs> like ready for like ready, to, yeah. ready to go, like ready to quick draw, whatever is there. I think to me, like, obviously I'm used to stuff. Obviously, hearing stuff. There was a TikTok, and I'll probably, I think I shared it on her story one time, but it was like, uh, one of the psychic mediums did it basically. She has a thing with being clear audience, and she was like making a joke out of like a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like where she'll be doing everyday things and just hear random things. Like, wasn't there one I think that you laughed at? Give me at? back my hamster. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like i know the paranormal exists i've experienced the other side like my entire life i know i know i have abilities i know like i know but still sometimes especially when something like manifests full-fledged in front of me or i know for a fact or i see something in my third eye for sure like if i look with my eyes i don't see it but in my third eye i don't know it's hard to explain i could see it right it's still sometimes like freaks me out like a little bit like or like when i get like i think even too like it's not the scariest thing but like when i get validation like when i like there was one time where we were on a a location recent not recently but like on on the newer team and um i kept saying guys guys i keep hearing the name hannah i keep hearing the name hannah do you guys hear that and they're like no no but when i went back and reviewed the footage there was a part where some a girl goes, hi, I'm Hannah. Like, literally clear as day. And I remember editing being like, oh, man, what the fuck? Mm. You know, like, it's crazy that I caught it. Because it was like, I was saying it before the actual EVP came. And I was like, yeah. So, it's not scariest, but it's like the ones that make you go, oh, yeah. The scariest thing so far that I experienced out in the field was mm-hmm. when we are in the woods. Mm-hmm. Croton Forest, and um, I walked, or a, a little branch uh-huh. swiped my face, right? <laughs> and I yeah. thought I was walking into a spider web. And after seeing the spider webs that were out there oh, and the spiders shoot. that were in it, they were huge. I freaked like, out. Like, size. we heard we heard creaks, we heard snaps, we heard walking woods, we heard things yelling. That little fucking thing made me go, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. He jumped up. I don't know. I was like, Oh, that's just a branch. Video. Okay. Yeah. But um, going forward, too, like when we do investigate, we're going to record. Um, because, like, right, like, when we were recording before, I was just recording, like, little snippets. Um, Like, when I felt like I basically got, like, the tap on my shoulder, like, hey, you need to be recording this part. Hey, you need to be recording. So, like, I would record. But um there's some stuff that occurs that is just like, whoa, what the heck, that we don't get on video that we experience. So, um obviously, we want you guys to see it so you guys can 
get our perspective and stuff on location. So hopefully when we start investigating again, we'll have actual like. I mean, you know what, something in all our time investigating, even, mm-hmm. even, well, so far all time investigating, but even all the spirits that come to us and stuff like that, nothing has been a hundred percent real in front of us. Well, not for me anyway. No. But like, I'm talking, I'm talking oh. like, like oh. it looks like a person standing in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I use example just cause I don't know what would I do in a situation. But uh, I know it's been circling around TikTok. That guy went into a, 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 a ch- abandoned church mm-hmm. at night, and he sees that woman sitting there, and she yeah. turns and looks at him, and she's like a pale, pale white face, all white, like her, like her veil, everything is all white. She just stares and looks at him. It literally looks like a real person. Granted, it could be fake. Who the fucking knows? But the scream coming out of this guy is absolute fear. That's how I know it's real because you can't fake yeah. that kind of fear coming out of. Granted, he could not be in on the prank or the the, the hoax or something, but the way it looked, mm-hmm. it looked like it had almost like a haze of smoke around it. But it looked like a hundred percent solid. That's a better word to describe. Solid, like you see ghosts and spirits, they look kind of translucent. Yeah. This thing looks solid, and it sat there and turned and looked at him. Right? Yeah. Granted, the first thing I do in a situation is shoot my arm out and pull whatever it was if yeah. <laughs> but um uh no i've never seen anything that t- oh a shadow figure but but something like that looks human per se yeah, like yeah, solid yeah. person never had yeah. before you would say something and and yeah a couple yeah. of different things like yeah. i and then that's crazy because like when i was a kid that's how i would see like spirits i don't i feel like i'm not at that level yet to where I was as a kid, because, like, a lot of years are shutting off my abilities and stuff like that. But when I was a kid, that's how I would see them. And the best way to put it was, like, it sounds a little cliche, but, like, The Sixth Sense, that movie, mm. how he would see the people. That's exactly how I would see him when I was a kid. Um, but. Ew. I mean, that was a, that was a breathe in and slight oh, burp at yeah. No, I, we did a case one time where I'm not going to go into like super details because I don't think the details are important, but me and Megan, me and Megan always pair off. Um, she's the other, uh, psychic on the team and we joke around and like call each other twins and we swear, swear we were twins in past lives. Like we are so alike. Even my mom, like she even, when she hears Megan talk, she goes like, whoa. You guys like sound identical and we're like the same height. It's like, it's creepy. And like, we've had psychics look at us and they can't tell us apart. Like spiritually, it's weird. Anyways. So me and her, we were in this line getting ready to go to this wooded area and we had to walk in what seemed like, like, what is it? Like, what was it? Like wheat or barley or something? They ain't going to be no wheat and barley out in the fields. Tall grass. Tall grass, excuse me. It was just like <laughs> tall grass. I don't know. I don't know. It was some. on. It was on. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So. <laughs> anyways. Wheat or barley. Anyways. So. So when you start like digging into this like field area of this tall grass, I mean, it gets to a point where you, I mean, it's as tall, if not maybe a little bit taller than us. Mm. And we're in a line and we can see everybody and we're moving it out of the way. And then Megan goes. Hey, I don't feel right. I don't feel right. Um, let's go to the back of the line. And I was like, okay. And so we go to the back of the line and we swear we were in the line. We just let everybody, you know, that wasn't behind us go in front. 
all of a sudden we can't find like we can't find anybody and we're like what the hell and so me and her start like trying to find our way back because we had already said we lost them we're not going to go forward we're going to go back we got lost in this thing and it was in like it was still today like the most intense thing i've ever occurred because i heard voices all around me and we were getting so disoriented that we didn't know we we didn't know we were like oh my gosh and like we were trying to call like you guys and it wasn't going through it kept saying like dropped call dropped car call and we were going and right before this we kept getting this word about a tunnel a tunnel a tunnel and we literally got put to this area where it was like a tunnel and we were like, Oh shit, what are we doing? Like where? And we, it was taking us to an entirely different part of the wooded area. And it was, it was freaky. It was still one of the most intense things I've ever experienced. Um, and the fact that we were hearing the voices so clearly, like she was even like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is going up? Like, what is going, what is going up? That's weird. What is up? Now, what is going on is what I meant to say. Yeah. So, yeah, that was an intense, intense moment. But uh, I guess the most common questions I think most people ask anyone who's in paranormal, and I know I get asked this a lot. I get asked this a lot um, when I first tell people I'm in the paranormal, I'm a paranormal investigator, blah, 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 is um, uh, it's hard to... to voice it in the words but essentially it's like why i always get asked like why do ghosts exist or like Uh why do why do people come back at all yeah i thought we go to heaven i thought we go to hell or something like that and it's there's a lot more complications the things we've learned in the last i don't know several years Mm -hmm. about what dolores cannon did and about spiritual about the whole things and and reincarnation and coming back and stuff like that or having past lives all the things that correlate to everything that we've experienced firsthand and i I might why we were still linger here and stuff like that. But sometimes you're stuck. Sometimes you're in, almost in prison, but you're kept here by something dark. Or sometimes you need to relay a message before you can move on. Something yeah. you didn't get to say, a last word. You left too quickly. You you died too suddenly. And you didn't yeah. have time to tell someone something. You need to get it across. That's where the old term for unfinished business comes across, right? And that's why... I always say in our interviews and stuff like that is that why our paranormal team is different from all others because mm-hmm. we're not seeking to know the knowledge of the afterlife. We kind of already know what yeah. happens to us after that. We don't know 100%, yeah. right? No one really does until you're there. But we have a good grasp of what happens. But it's not so much of wanting to know and getting information on it. It's helping those spirits cross over to move on so they are no longer here. Yeah. And clearing out the dark ones that are trying to keep those here or infesting, but yeah, infesting a place that they should not be. Yeah. And making it hard for the living to live a certain place. But yeah, I remember getting that question asked a lot and also like, um, how do you know do you have a demon in your house? Or yeah. um, how do you know it's a ghost or something like that? Most of the time, a human spirit is trying to get information. Or yeah. it's trying to give you information. It's trying to communicate. It's not yeah. trying to scare you. It's trying to get noticed so you yeah. talk to it, right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> something evil is just trying to torment you, yeah. trying to scare you, trying to upset you, trying to make you leave, yeah. right? Um, so that's what most of the times you get in contact with a paranormal investigator, paranormal investigation team, 
you know, to his, validate what it is. Yeah. yeah. So. <clears throat> On to the next episode. Already? We're still recording this one. Yeah. You didn't get the joke. I think that wraps up this episode. Oh, yeah. And next week. And next week. You still got the, the giggles from your joke we just did off air. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> what's next week's episode? Next week's episode, we are diving into, it's a little bit of like retelling people's stories and like our theories about it, but it is like ghost calls and 911 calls. Um, I should say 911 ghost calls and ghost calls. It's, it's stories where like the, the deceased person, um, has, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. Like, <clears throat> a deceased, a, a person will get like a phone call from a deceased loved one and they can't explain as to why they have it. Because, um, there was a story I was reading where like this mom, her dad, her dad died and had a voicemail that came through. She saw like the, the phone number and she knew it was her dad, but she like, what the freak? Like someone else have his number? Like, what is this? And so she put it straight to voicemail and it was legit him talking and she doesn't know how because he died. Hmm. So things like that are, I've heard two people have had answering machines. Well, that's like an old fashioned thing, but like, Answering machine. Yeah. <laughs> answering machine messages. You kids voicemail. don't know about answering machines. Or even, um, and we're going to incorporate, there's even some 911 calls where they've gotten calls. They went to the house and they found out the person that made the call was deceased and they don't understand why they can't trace it. They don't understand why. Weird. Yeah. Weird stuff. So we're going to kind of dive into the concept of that and tell some people's stories about that. Yeah, and as always, guys, you can catch our social media uh, or contact us through social media. Uh, uh, Hitting the Shadows podcast on Instagram, Hitting in the Shah Six on Twitter, uh, Hitting the Podcast Two on TikTok, or links to all our social media and all ways you can listen to us at HiddenTheShadowsPodcast dot com. Or you also get links to our merch store. Um, and buy a shirt or two, please. Buy a shirt or two. <laughs> buy something. Anyway. Yeah. Um, also, if you guys listen to uh, Apple iTunes, if you want to give us a fire star, go right ahead. Uh, I think Spotify has a new rating system as well. Um, so if you want to do that as well, that'd be super, super, super good. Um, and I look forward to a new episode next week. Um, I don't think we have any... Uh, no. No. No bonus episodes coming up anytime soon. No. Not at the moment. But we got some lined up soon. Yes. But as always, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one. Yep. Mom.